Hi, and welcome to Encountering God Ministries with Salvatore and Sarah. Just really glad that you were able to join us today. Just want to encourage you, if you want to, to go into our website, EncounteringGodMinistries.org, and you can check out some of our things that are on our site there. Uh, you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Tom and Sarah. Uh, that will soon be changed as well to Salvatore and Sarah. And um, yeah, so just welcome uh, and enjoy yourself. And thank you for joining me today on the podcast. And we know that uh, our desire and our goal at Encountering God Ministries is that we all would get closer to Jesus, be able to encounter him, be encouraged, built up, and and and, and let it be known of what we're supposed to be doing and how to bless each other. So join us today and thank you for being here. This morning, we're going to pick up where we kind of left off yesterday, <clears throat> where this uh, this Shulamite woman, is first she's talking to her friends and says, please don't stare. We're in Song of Songs. In the Passion Translation, we're in Song of Songs, chapter 1, starting with verse 6. He says, please don't stare in scorn because of my dark and sinful ways. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, there, there's a difference between somebody staring in scorn at you and somebody that really wants to help. And and that's a big deal. And I think we need to understand this. I'm not saying that everybody is perfect, nor am I saying that we shouldn't keep each other accountable. But you got to have people in your life that you're accountable to. Um, it just it, You just have to. You need to have people that are so in love with the Lord. They're so in love with you that uh, that they want to keep you close to the Lord. I have them. I've got uh, <clears throat> I've got specifically. I have uh, three people right now working on four people that I trust with my life, and um, so we'll just see what ends up. You know how that works out. But you know, a lot of times though, just anybody would would be if you tell just anybody what's going on in your heart if you tell anybody just anybody what's going on in your spirit and your heart uh, a lot of them don't nourish that a lot of them don't um, cultivate that in your life and just say okay let's just come to the Lord a lot of them don't even do that a lot of them only um, only play games and they and they use it against you, so you have to be real careful. Um, she was able to to talk to her friends because I believe they had some sort of a relationship, and and so it says she says, please don't stare in scorn because of my dark and sinful ways. My angry brothers quarreled with me and appointed me guardian of their uh, of their ministry vineyards. Yet I've not tended my own vineyard within, and um. And see, this this whole deal is that there are people who stare in scorn and there are people who stare in empathy and they watch you in empathy. These these four people that, um, I'm not going to tell you their names, but these four people in my life, they go ahead and they share their heart. I have no fear of them throwing it back in my face. I have no fear of that. They don't, they don't use it against me. What they do is they say, okay, this is the situation. Let's deal with this. 
And that's wonderful. And I want that. I desire that more than more than anything. Okay. So let's carry on. We talked a lot about guarding our vineyard within. Everybody wants you to care about them, but who, who cares about you? And if you don't care about you, then who will? I mean, I know the Lord does, but, you know, there's more to it than that. So he says here, won't you tell me, I love how she says this. She turns to, the, to this king, this lover of her soul, Jesus. She turns to him and says, won't you tell me, lover of my soul, where do you feed your flock? Where do you lead your beloved ones? Where do you lead your beloved ones to rest in the way, in the heat of the day? For I wish to be wrapped all around you as I wander among the flocks of your shepherds as I long for you with no veil between us. Don't stare in scorn. Okay, and then she turns to her lover. She turns to Jesus and she says, won't you tell me, lover of my soul, where do you feed your flock? Where do you lead your beloved ones uh, to rest in the heat of the day? Uh, Hebrews chapter 4 talks about being diligent to enter his rest. Be diligent to enter his rest. It's important. We have to enter into his rest because he loves you and he wants to care. He wants to care for you. It's not rest where you just lay on your bed or lay on your couch and don't do anything. It's a rest where you are confident in him, much like Sarah rested. That's where the authority of her faith came, because she trusted in the one who made the promise. Do you trust the one who made the promise? That's the question. Do you trust him with your soul? Where do you lead your beloved ones? Okay. She she sees him as a shepherd. She's looking at Jesus as a shepherd. And this is the, 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 the metaphor that he takes in her life of a shepherd where she's the sheep and he's the shepherd and he leads her. He leads her, leads her. You know, the, the thing the thing is that when we talk about the beloved relationship between you and Jesus, he, he, he shepherds you in that. He nurtures you in that. He protects you in that. This is what he's doing. He's protecting you in that. It's a representation not of, um, you, you know, it's not, it's not just a metaphor to have a metaphor. It's a metaphor that shows this lover who's nurturing her, who's protecting her. If she's out of the way, he, he ends up taking her back. He ends up taking her closer and draws her in. You've seen, you've seen pictures of the shepherd with a sheep on his shoulders and he's carrying him. I remember the album Songs for the Shepherd by Keith Green. And, uh, and, he, and he shows this sheep on his shoulders. That's much how God carries us. He will leave the 99 who have not wandered to go find the one who has. So here it is. She is crying out here. Listen, I need rest. I need rest. Where do you feed your flock? 
Where do you lead your beloved ones to rest in the heat of the day? Where? Where do you? I want to go there. And then she says this, for I wish to be wrapped all around you. Remember we talked about in, in verse 2 where he says, let me know. She says, let me know uh, your spirit kiss divine. You know, I, I want to. How did she say it? She says, let him smother me with kisses, his spirit kiss divine. And we want God wrapped all around us. We want God wrapped all around us. But here she's crying out, I want to be wrapped around you. He wants us wrapped around him as much as we want him wrapped around us. Pour upon us, Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit cries out, pour upon me. Pour upon me, Salvatore. Pour upon me, whoever's watching. I wish to be wrapped all around you as I wander among the flocks of your shepherds. It is you I long for, with no veil between us. I don't want anything between us. And it was Hudson Taylor, actually, that said this. He said, let be so close to God. Let yourself be so close to God that when the pressures come, it doesn't form a wedge between you and him. It doesn't. It doesn't cause you to separate. It doesn't cause you to separate, but, but you're so close to the Lord that actually when the pressures come and the stresses come, it actually pushes you closer to him. It pushes you closer to him. That's what you want. That's what you long for. Wow, I'm sorry I'm so emotional. <laughs> it's, it's really touching my heart, but... but <clears throat> It is you I long for. I don't want a veil between us. I want to be open to you. I want to be vulnerable to you. I want to be vulnerable to you. I don't want a veil between us. I don't want this cloak or this wrap between us. I don't want this. I don't want any any clothing between us. I don't want any, um, I shouldn't say clothing. I don't want any wrap between us. I don't want anything that will keep us from being intimate one with another. She's crying out to him. She's trying, you know, first she says, maidens, listen. Don't come after me because of my dark and sinful ways. You know, the thing is, I haven't tended myself. Won't you tell me, lover of my soul, where? Where do you lead them? I want to go there. Do you want to go with him today? Do you want to go into, into his presence and to be held in his love? Do you want that? Mm. Do you want that? Here it is. This is love. Well, how's that song go? Uh, here is love, vast as the ocean. Loving kindness. Whew. Evan Roberts sang that song, Here is Love, every day of the Welsh Revival. That loving kindness as a flood. May the prince of life my ransom who shed for me his precious blood, who is love, will not remember 
who will cease to sing his praise. He will never be forgotten throughout the endless eternal days. Oh, Jesus, right now. Yeah, we're going to stop there because I really felt, feel his presence right now. I feel his presence on you. I feel his grace on you right now. So Holy Spirit right now. We long for you. We don't want a veil between us. We want to be vulnerable to you. Jesus, we want to be vulnerable to you right now. Speak to us. Hold us deep. Yeah, just hold out your hands right now. Just hold out your hands. Like you're receiving a gift. Just hold it out right now. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. Fill us, God. Whoa, Holy Spirit. Hmm. Where do you lead your beloved ones? Where do you lead them to rest in the heat of the day? The heat is coming. You know, there, there's so much going on. Where do you lead us? Where do you lead them to be refreshed, to find rest? That's where we want to go. Where do you lead us? Remember, too, that, that a lot of times Jesus will lead from the front. But there are times that he leads from our back as well, and he pushes us along. And there are times when he walks side by side with us. I'm going to share a story, a testimony. Um, and this is very personal for me, but I'm going to share it with you. I had an incident back in October, sorry, in August of, of 19. And um, in this thing, it was like... Um, <clears throat> The Lord and I were walking through this forest. There's a whole big story to it. I'm not going to get into the whole thing. A lot of it's personal, but this part I think I can share. The Lord, you know, we were walking through the forest. And, and as we were walking, Jesus just stops and he turns around, looks at me eye to eye, looks me right in the eyes, and he just says, will you be my friend? Will you be my friend? I don't know if you've ever seen The Godfather, but there's a scene at the beginning where um, where uh, the undertaker um, comes up to The Godfather and he goes, uh, you know, he, he asks for a request and he says, if you had been my friend, then your enemies would be my enemies. And uh, and I'm not glorifying Godfather, don't, God, The Godfather, don't get me wrong. Buena Serra, that was his name. And he says, <clears throat> and so he says, if you would, if we would have been friends, then your enemies would be my enemies. So then, uh, so then the man Buenos Aires looks at, looks at uh, the Godfather, and he and he says, "Be my friend, Godfather," and that's how Jesus did it to me because it's just a funny voice that he gives, and and then he 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 said it the same exact way. He says, "Be my friends," and I said, "Lord, I thought we were friends." I thought we were friends. I said, I'm your servant. He goes, oh, yes. You, you always do what I ask you to do. And I said, I thought I was your son. He goes, you are. And I'm your father. You're a good son. You're coming into your sonship very well. 
I said, I thought I was your bride. And he goes, yes, you are my bride. And a lovely bride you are. And then, he, and then I said, so I thought we were friends. And he said, I just want a deep friendship with you. And God's asking you this morning, would you be his friend? A master doesn't tell his servants where he's going or what he's doing. They just obey. A son walks in his sonship eventually to gain the inheritance. A bride pleases her lover. But Jesus called his disciples friends. There's a whole revelation on this, and I don't have time to get into it all. But just know that God's asking you to be his friend. To have no veil between him and you. Be his friend. Be his bride. Be his child. You can find rest for your souls. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart. Big verse, big part of the verse. And you will find rest for your souls. Don't carry what's not yours to carry. Give it away to him. And he'll exchange it for you. Well, God bless you guys. We'll pick this up again tomorrow. I don't know what day it is. I think it's Friday. <laughs> but just know that, that, that God's calling you deeper. He wants you to be intimate. He wants you to be close to him. He doesn't want a veil between you and him. He doesn't want that veil. He wants you to be open. Is it risky? Of course it is. When you pour your heart out to somebody, it's a risk. You're taking a risk, especially with God, because God knows everything anyway. So just give it to him. Give him. Whoa, give him your life. Surrender your everything to him today. Love him today. Don't have a veil between you and him. He knows everything anyway. We try to hide it from God, even our emotions, our feelings. But God says, just come and you will find rest for your soul. It's a big verse. And I learned that someday I'll get into that. My, that's in my next book, but it is what it is. Well, God bless you guys. You have a great day. Uh, just remember, if God is for you, then who can be against you? Amen. God bless you.